0: Imagine, if you will, your team has one of the greatest quarterbacks and head coaches of all time. Then, to have the general public say that one is only great because of the other, or vice versa. Only to have the greatest quarterback of all time leave and have both prove you wrong. That is what it is like with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. As you know, my name is David, and this is David Explains. On today's episode, we will be discussing the history of the New England Patriots, the history before Tom Brady, a little bit during his tenure there, and the little bit of history that followed Brady's departure. This show focuses on the historical aspect of the sporting world. The goal is to give some understanding to the franchises, leagues, and main events that we all love. This is David Explains, and please join me on this journey into the past. So to begin, the New England Patriots that we know today were created on November 16, 1959. They were originally known as the Boston Patriots. They were created by a group of businessmen being led by William H. Billy Sullivan Jr. When they joined the American Football League, or the AFL, they joined as the eighth and final team for the inaugural season. This success was led by quarterback Vito Babe Parlilli, linebacker Nick Buno Conti and wide receiver Gino Capitletti. They posted a winning record in their second season and then followed that up with an AFL championship appearance in their fourth. But that success would not last long because after the 1966 season, they posted seven straight losing seasons. Then when the AFL and NFL merged in 1970. The Boston Patriots moved to their current home of Foxborough, Massachusetts, and that is when they changed the name from Boston to New England. Fun fact, prior to the move to Foxborough, the Patriots could not find a place to call home. They actually had moved like 10 times prior to Foxborough. Now, before I get into more general history, I'm going to be talking about the first owner of the team, or in this case group. However, I will be focusing on William H. Billy Sullivan Jr. Born William Hallacy Sullivan Jr. on September 13th, 1915 in Lowell, Massachusetts. He graduated from Lowell High School in 1933 and then Boston College in 1937. He was the son of a Boston Globe news correspondent. This is important because Sullivan himself would go into sports writing after college. Then he would become the publicity director for not only Boston College, but the University of Notre Dame and the Boston Braves. When World War II broke out, Sullivan would join the United States Navy and after the war would help out with Jimmy Fund, a charity for people suffering with cancer. Billy Sullivan's first attempt at creating a team in the city of Boston was also in 1959. However, this was for the NFL and not the AFL, and the NFL denied his original request. However, Sullivan was determined to get his team and made a request to the AFL, which was accepted and paid the $25,000 entrance fee. Then, in 1964, Sullivan helped negotiate the AFL-NBC broadcasting deal, which was for five years, $30 million. outside of the broadcasting deal with NBC, in 1966, Sullivan played a massive part in the AFL and NFL merging by requesting and getting an antitrust exemption from the United States Congress, which the merger would happen in 1970 a few years later. The point that I want to make is without Billy Sullivan and the Boston New England Patriots, the NFL would not be the same today or at the very least, it would have taken much longer if not for Sullivan. The New England Patriots have won six Super Bowls and 11 American Football Conference or AFC championships. They have won the Super Bowl in 2002, 2004, 2005, 2015, 2017, and 2019. All of these championships came under one of the greatest, if not the greatest, quarterback now, before I get into the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady era, I want to talk about the man that helped bring them together. That man is the current owner, Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft was born on June 15, 1941, in Brooklyn, Massachusetts. He got his interest in business because of his father, who was a small business owner growing up. Then he earned his bachelor's degree at Columbia University in 1963. He then followed that up with an MBA from Harvard Business School in 1965. He would later work for the company that his father-in-law owned, which he would later purchase first in 1968 for half of the company. Kraft would later purchase the rest of the company in 1972. This is what would lead Kraft to wanting to purchase sports teams. First starting off, with the purchase of the Boston Lobsters, a team that was a part of the Billie Jean King's World Team Tennis, or WTT, in 1975. This team would fold in 1978, unfortunately. In 1985, he would begin his purchase of the Patriots. First, by buying the land in Foxborough, the very land in which the Patriots would put their stadium. In 1988, he and the partner would buy the stadium. Kraft would later go on to buy his partner's interest in the stadium. Later, he would buy the team itself in 1994 from James Bush Orthwine for $172 million. Fun fact, up to this date, this had been the most that any team had been sold for. Also, Kraft had stopped Orthwine from moving the New England Patriots to St. Louis because Kraft did not allow Orthwine to buy out his stadium contract in 1992. So this is the history of the current owner, Robert Kraft. Now, onto to the two most notable people of the team's playing history. To start, prior to being the head coach of the Patriots, Bill Belichick was the head coach of the Cleveland Browns from 1991 to 1995. From then on he would be the defensive assistant for the patriots in 1996 and then the new york jets in 1997 to 1999 then after the 1999 season bill parcells retired and bill belichick was supposed to be the head coach of the jets however belichick decided to step down and became the current head coach of the patriots however tom brady's story to new england and success is a little bit different than some other successful QBs. He attended the University of Michigan to play football in 1995, even though being drafted by the Montreal Expos that same year. While there, he did not start until his junior season, eventually leading the team to the 1999 Orange Bowl, in which they won. He would declare for the 2000 NFL Draft, However, due to his lack of exceptional physical ability, he was not drafted until the sixth round by the Patriots. This is because of Drew Bledsoe becoming injured. He would eventually help lead the Patriots to their very first Super Bowl victory that same year beating the St. Louis Rams. Brady, Belichick, and the Patriots would win five more Super Bowls after that until Tom Brady left in 2019. It is up to legendary head coach and GM Bill Belichick and the Patriots to show that they can be successful without Tom Brady and vice versa. Well, with the Buccaneers, Tom Brady would win his seventh Super Bowl and second in Tampa Bay's history. Well, on the other hand, Belichick and the Patriots started off slow and went 7-9 and nine in 2020 and then went 10-7 and seven in 2021 with a playoff berth. This comes to show that against popular belief, Tom Brady did not need Belichick and vice versa. It is incredible and a privilege that we got to see these guys work together on the football field. It is something that we will most likely never see again, at the very least in our own lifetime. So I want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of David Explains. I hope that you learned something new like myself. In the next episode, I want to talk about the Buffalo Bills. So until then, I will see you in the next one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of David Explains. There is always more history to enjoy and explore in the sporting world. I hope that you join me by tuning into the next story. For any updates on the show, please follow Deep Dive Sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I will see you on the next journey.